0: Here's a loose but still rather intense uh, yarn with Tyson juncker the Aboriginal Australian author, mainly on the Aun celebration in 2023. Um, this interview is a little bit long for the YouTube format, so I might figure out how to also make it available also in, in sound, perhaps in Spotify or something. But here I'll just give you a little A couple of markers for where to find what in this this interview. Uh, The main topic is the Aunt Celebration in 2023 as a ceremonial healing and uh, Tyson's input on that. Uh, But uh, when we started uh, this yarn, we quickly got into some other topics that are also in here. Uh, In the beginning, we're talking about madness, initiation, and magic, you know, those kind of things. Um, around this place here we start talking about the relation between centralized power and animacy Uh, and importantly if you want to skip directly to the the part where we start talking about the own celebration in in 2023 then find this place here in the in the video but i also put this link Uh, below the video here in the video description or somewhere so you can you can link directly to that place if if that's what you're interested in great enjoy the interview Thank you very much for com- coming on to the the channel, to Tyson Junker Porter, Amanda, hey. <laughs>
1: It's
2: uh, so awesome uh, to see Richardson. you again. <laughs> yeah, you're and, my
1: go-to Viking.
2: <laughs> yeah, go-to Viking. Well, I'm,
1: I'm 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 a bit, I'm a bit i feel
0: honoured and privileged to have that role, and uh, oh. I think I think you're going to be a lot of Vikings' a go-to uh, Indigenous Australian because I've been recommending your work so much on my channel that that uh, yeah, yeah. that I'm getting a lot of. Of, I'm getting
1: a lot of, uh, like,
0: thank you for recommending that stuff. You know? So I think, you
1: know, after same, the- same, well, <laughs> I, I, I always talk you up and it doesn't do me any damage either because, um, well, oh, that's weird. <laughs> well, the, I mean, yeah, the, 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 um, the episodes on my podcast where I've had you in there, they're like, um, three, four, five times bigger, uh, views than, uh, than all the rest. It's the V, ver- v word. <laughs> it's the V word. You put Vikings Viking, in everyone It nuts. Vikings is so sexy. Yeah. Plus, I don't know, there, there's also... Yeah, th- then there's the dark side of that, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. There, there
1: is a dark side, and, yeah. and, and I love exploring that with you. Um, There's a dark side to everything right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. It There's there, there's a lot of madness in the world. I, I heard you yeah. talking about that at, at one of your podcasts, that, mm. that there is... There is such a lot of uh, dark, dark sort of uh, yeah. uh, energy it's, or magic going around, and such a lot of
1: craziness, basically. There's good uh, crazy and there's bad crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like your yeah. auntie, th- like spilling the salt on the table and throwing a pinch of it over her shoulder. That that's crazy, but it's yeah. good crazy yeah you know it, yeah. It, it it's a ritual that the family yeah. shares together and that improves social cohesion in your house yeah. Yeah. and um and also causes people to have respect for salt and yeah and, and you know this this it's what used to be a very precious substance you know what i mean it, it gives yeah. people that you know and yeah. gives people an awareness of energies and you know, um, feelings about wastefulness and care and all this sort of thing. It's good. Crazy. It has a good function, but there's a lot of crazy out there that that is, um, it has intent to do, harm, to control, to subvert, you know? And, um, yeah, it's a lot of bad, crazy in the world, but
0: I also sometimes think that, that, uh, the part of the problem is that like, a lot of modern societies we've lost uh, we've basically lost initiations and that means mm-hmm. that a lot of like for instance a lot of stuff a lot of people who have slightly more permeable realities and they're, they they yeah. they are they are perhaps in contact with other, other than human spheres a little bit more than yeah. that they can very easily veer off and become uh, like it is as if when they don't have those, uh, knowledge traditions, basically forming them, molding mm. that human being, then they, it, it can really enhance some of the bad stuff. Some of the, um, mm. kind of narcissisms and all that stuff can just grow yeah. completely out of, um,
1: yeah. yeah, well, it's all, it's all this token-esque sort of fantasy. Yeah. Stuff this idea of and and I guess it's been happening since bloody I don't know ancient Persia you know and Zoroastrianism and all the rest are you, you know ever it, it oh ever it, it since you got your priestly castes and things mm-hmm. like this in in those as civilization started to scale it's been going mm-hmm. on this 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 kind of uh, harnessing of magic and magics. Um, for control, for social control and and domination and all this sort of thing. Um, So there's this kind of pollution now where uh, whenever anybody develops some kind of practice and they feel it or they see the magic acting on the world Mm -hmm. in that briefest moment, they go, oh, they could carry it away with the power of it, you know? Yeah. And and start to think, well, I'm special. I'm a shaman.
0: I'm yeah, a showman.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm a guy. Come to me. I shall heal you. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, know? yeah. And it's like they suddenly leap like 10 mm-hmm. degrees. Um, yeah. It's insane. And it's important that initiation because, you, you know, when you go through initiation, you, you see, you know, um, things being done in that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And, and you see what. What magic can do, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to scare the shit out of you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, scare the shit out of you, and, and allow you to understand that that's like mm-hmm. about ten more stages of initiation away from mm-hmm. where you're at, and you probably won't get there, mm-hmm. and that that's good. That's what those fellows do, mm-hmm. um, but also they have limits,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, like magic practitioners are, um, they're limited, you know, in all their Cursings and blessings and rainmakings and stuff—they're severely limited by location and relation, mm-hmm. and they can't operate outside of that local relation okay. and that local location. You know, they can't operate beyond those boundaries. They lose that, mm-hmm. and um, so it can't scale. They mm-hmm. can't scale it up. They can no longer be really part of the the life and the power structure of the community anymore because you know, you don't, you can't mix those things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a a magical person is a, is a pariah is not Mm -hmm. someone who has power over anybody. Mm -hmm. He's not someone who gets to, you know, trick a heap of young people into bed with them or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's gurus Mm -hmm. and there's a difference, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a difference and, 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 you know, gurus, attempt to scale magic and mm. then it, it can only be illusion at that yeah. stage
0: yeah no I'm, yeah.
1: I'm super happy actually
0: about exactly this even though it wasn't exactly what i've uh, yeah we'll get to the topic in a little while but i'm super happy about this conversation because i've really been thinking a lot about it like mm. the, this thing about how do you distinguish between uh between shite and Quality when you are in in this sort of recovery process. Mm. Like uh, the thing you say with, I'm a shaman and all that, there's a huge tradition in in Mm. the European or the Euro-descendant rejected knowledge forms like esotericism. Inside European esotericism, you see that people have this thing of accumulating these huge Latin titles. So Mm. there's this sort of, Inflation of subjectivity, where actual initiation is the opposite. It's it's mm. it's it's an it, it's an an um, an opening of the subjectivity, which is predicated on actually uh, desubject desubjectifying, basically mm. uh, trying to uh, tone down your subjectivity in order to open it and make it make it relational. Mm. And uh, yeah.
1: Um, Cool. That's just it. That's just it. But it's um I, I guess you know it's right when it just feels mundane. Mm, just yeah. normal every yeah, day, it, you know? Exactly. It's like I just saw a miracle. Why am I not like falling to my knees? Exactly. Not, yeah. You're not falling to your knees because it was real, bro. Yeah, yeah. you would yeah. fallen to your knees, it would have been an illusion. Exactly. It's so just normal because it, you know, there are little miracles, yeah. you know, uh-huh. in, 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 but they're small. Yeah. You know, they don't scale. Yeah. So you look at the the miracle, everybody's the holy grail that scientists are going for some yeah. people with a zero point energy. Now that yeah. would be a miracle mm-hmm. to create mm-hmm. abundant free energy out of nothing, out of void. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. that, that, ex- that exists already. That's possible. It, yeah. it exists in nature, like in, um, in, in, in a gecko's feet, in a gecko's okay. pads, a little lizard, you know, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: and they, they do that thing with their feet that, that, they create these little temporary voids where like creation rushes in to fill that void immediately. And that gives yeah. them the ability to stick to any surface because they're doing literally, they're doing zero point energy with their foot point. Foot wow. pads. Now wow. you can't scale that up to the size of a crocodile because we'd all be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I don't think you can scale that beyond the size <laughs> of like a, a tiny little size of a match head mm. on the gecko's feet. Yeah. You know, there there is magic, mm-hmm. but it's distributed yeah. even, and it's 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 moving through you all the time, but it's yeah. mundane and yeah. it's normal. And it's, you know, um, yeah. ceremony is something that can allow you to amplify your sense of it yeah. and to move yeah. things co- collectively, like, you know, dozens or hundreds of people together, yeah. you know? Are connected yeah. together, m- moving something.
2: <laughs> and, um, yeah. But
1: that 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 means that there's there can be no narcissism because not one of those people can step up and wield that yeah. for anything. Yeah. You know, it just is, and it's there for giving back to the land and for making increase happen,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and for for bringing you closer into and into better relation with each other and with the land and the place and everything else. Yeah. And that's that's magic.
0: Yeah. Totally. No, I follow but it's you. It's not bro- very bro- satisfying,
1: like if you have ambition.
0: <laughs> when you're talking about, when you're talking about um, stuff like transformations, uh, mm. life transformations that mm. and, and that humans are perhaps participating or contributing in those those uh, transformative transformative systems, systems. Yeah.
1: You know, we can be you know like brothers on opposite ends of the earth. Mm. And like have this relationship and both be thinking along the same lines at the mm. same time Yeah. so that, you know, we meet and we haven't talked for months, but, yeah, but yeah. there is this whole new thing, you know, yeah. that we both thought of separately and independently, but this whole yeah, pattern yeah. of thought that, that we're experiencing together at the same time, that's magic. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not very exciting. It just, it yeah. just is. Yeah. It's not like a, the secret or anything like mm. that. It's just mm. like, and if we tried to do it, if I'm like, "Hey, Rune, like at twelve oh one tonight," <laughs> you know, I want you to, you know, you yeah, know, send out your thought your... waves to this vibration here, this frequency, and connect with me in the internet, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And we're gonna make star babies together. It's like, no, nah, it doesn't work like that, bros. We <laughs> well, let's do that. By the way, yeah, yeah. cool. I so I want to do that now. <laughs> check this out. I have to read you this just this one paragraph. Yeah, it's a yeah. Long paragraph, but it's about a quarter of a page. But this just to, this is proof. I was yeah. writing this today, and like, yeah. and, and I start talking to you before we started recording, and, and it's coming out of your mouth. You're thinking in the same direction. Yeah. Anyway. Awesome. Uh, there is certainly magic in the world, but it only works when you don't try to control and scale it. Spiritual practitioners are severely limited by location and relation in their work and can only do so much healing and cursing and rainmaking. It's a bit like the placebo effect in medicine research. Scientists must acknowledge that the magic of belief can have an effect on health outcomes. But they're smart enough to know that while this must be factored into their analysis in experimental research, it is, imp- it is pointless to attempt to harness the placebo effect as a health product for mass distribution. Uh, the field of positive psychology attempted to scale magic beyond local applications in the positive thinking industry. You know, The Secret and Deepak Chopra and all that shit. Um, But that only resulted in a pandemic of narcissism and a global financial crisis. Another way to put it is in Star Wars terms. There is indeed a force that flows from all living things and binds them. But as soon as you gather a Jedi council, a bunch of lightsabers, and a training program based on child abuse, the whole galaxy is pretty much fucked. But yeah, I just I just wrote that today, and um, it was it's been really you know uh, going through my mind yeah. all this stuff. No, it's it's
0: uh, it really resonates with me the idea of uh, that when you experience mir- the miracle, then you are thinking why am i not why am i not astonished by it Mm. it's really miraculous but i don't Mm. find it and uh like in in my engagement with the uh the afro-brazilian uh west african religions i experienced that quite a lot and the Mm. way i experienced it was that or the way perhaps the way i reflect about it is that these people create almost like an ontological safe space oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) at <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the word ontological safe space. <laughs> um, yeah. An ontological safe space. And when you are sort of inculturated in that, or at least that's my, that's my experience, then it is as if the miraculous, for instance, the agency of other than human subjectivity becomes, mm. uh, it becomes, I'm not sure if normalizes even, but it com- becomes natural becomes natural mm-hmm. I think the the um, th- that thing about uh, s- subjectivity that that mm-hmm. uh, that there is an um, a downplaying of of subjectivity mm-hmm. but therefore also of your interests and yeah. that is fundamental in in, in creating creating relation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, for instance in 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 religion uh, or religious, so let's say animus systems that work with spirit possession. The mm. you, you you have to downplay the subjectivity very much because it's somebody mm. else's agency that mm. really works uh, through you in that. Oh yeah, now, I, now I have another little problem.
1: I mean there's there's that kind of you know there's possession in that way. Oh hello Papa. Uh, will, I, will, will you will just, will you will say hi to Tyson? <laughs>
2: Uh,
1: hello hello little viking girl
2: (laughs) Uh, uh, that's my viking (laughs) little baby
1: viking that's yes that's my lovely that's my oldest daughter Uh um sorry what were you saying i don't know she's just about the sweetest thing i've ever seen (laughs) thank you gorgeous um, I think I think that every day. Um, yeah, yeah, um it, it, There's something. It's so in 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 ceremony. So uh, possession. We're talking about possession, and you you often have in big ceremony. You have people who have that result, uh, that role. Where I mean, it's kind of possession is one way of saying it, but that has a lot of negative connotations. Um, but it's it's more like they. It's a, a becoming you know, where they take on the spirit of an entity. It's not like they're being taken over by an entity so much as they're they're inhabiting that entity and expressing the movement of that entity in the dance or in that song or, you know, whatever activity they're doing, you know, Um, and that while that person has respect, everybody has respect there. And it's not like this... uh, and that person couldn't do it without everyone else there
2: mm-hmm.
1: the person was just doing it on their own out yeah. in the trees like will-o-the-wisp bloody new age i'm being one with the universe nothing would happen
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know it would just yeah. be a sham yeah. you know but with everybody clapping yeah. stomping yeah. you know uh, and, and the mask and everybody has that role look in in ceremony i'm i might look my role is like you know third row back in the circle, like Mm. clapping and stomping, I'm I'm Mm. way up the back, Mm. you know, very happy with that role. Mm. There's not one person there that's feeling the envy or one day I'll be the dancer in the center. Mm. Like, you know, I'm inhabiting that spirit of Mm. the bird or, you know, it's like, nah, you know, that person has respect because,
2: Mm. you
1: know, but but people don't envy that role. It's freaking hard.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and there's, there's, it, it, there's, there's a cost <laughs> yep. to being that person. Mm. And so that person has the respect of everybody for, you know, sacrificing, mm. you know, a, a lot of energy and a lot of themselves f- mm. for that. You know, they yep. pay for it. Mm. Um, yeah, and you're all there holding them, though, so they don't lose yes. too much. And that's everybody together. Mm. And that's the trick with ceremony. Mm-hmm. And, and particularly if you're looking at, see, if you're looking at, you know, making, you, you can't do one big ceremony, you know, like uh, at mm-hmm. scale in a lot of different locations, but you can have everybody in different locations doing mm-hmm. diff- different ceremony mm-hmm. from that place connecting to one thing. Like yeah. That's an, that's another thing altogether, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. If, if you... Cause I think if you try to, when you try to scale these things too Mm -hmm. much, you end up with hierarchies, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, um, and that's where, that's where QAnon went wrong. You know, it was Mm -hmm. this beautiful, (laughs) uh, (laughs) beautiful heterarchical note, like leaderless sort of thing, you know, until um, I do not know, they did that. There was that, there was that group, the Oath Keepers, you know and and since the nineties like trying to you know gather all these little militias together under one umbrella, but militias don't want to do that they they're their own small sort of groups and doing their own propaganda and everything but you know it was um yeah oath keepers and proud boys and a few other sort of tribes sort of coalesced these, these, these groups together and they had leadership, they had, you know, presidents and, you know, bosses and <laughs> all these hierarchies developed. And I think they ruined it. I think that's why the United States didn't fall, um, in, on that January day, because, um, it wasn't because they weren't organized. It's, it's because they tried to organize it too much and okay. And
2: they, they lost, yeah, I haven't. They lost.
1: Done. They lost their magic. <laughs> cool, cool. Let, let, let... I, I I just have to say I'm not like supporting QAnon. No, no, no. no I know I know. I know. I, I, <laughs> that's that's bad, crazy. That's dark side stuff. But uh, yeah. But it's um it, it it is interesting. You know how much it works when everybody's doing their own thing equally and you know has that respect for each other
2: yeah
1: um that it had all the elements of um of okay. of moving something uh, of yeah. of 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 doing something quite quite miraculous it had all mm. it had good good story yeah it it had it had rituals it had chants it had um you know symbols uh, <laughs> uh, it had it had lore it had a mythology uh, um and Not when it. people were doing it individually in their little militias and groups in their places, and it was localized but networked together, it, it was uh, quite powerful. Okay. But I think w- when they tried to centralize and organize and, you know, um, et cetera, you know, under this god king, this this golden weirdo, you know, uh, <laughs> and uh. they tried to organize it. They <laughs> kind of all fell apart. Uh. You can't you can't do this stuff with kings. No,
0: I think it's it's a really interesting example. This QAnon. Uh, and yeah. and I mean, of course, I mean we are pretty aligned in that 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 is, it it's it's cra- it's bad crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I think also when understanding or addressing the, the ruptures of this world, it's important yeah. to also look at. Um, like those different response patterns that people have yeah. and 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 acknowledge also that mm. people who might even be your enemies or something that that they are they have they they are catching some of the patterns in their response that mm. that that well it might be it might be strategically really good to for you to try to
1: own some of that yeah. in some places and well when when was the spirituality killed in your culture you know where it, it was killed when see you used to have and, and hierarchies are okay if they're distributed around so you know you'd have all these sort of local jarls and things like that mm. you know what I mean and, and regional and there were you know uh, alliances and all that sort of thing but as soon as you start having you know the king of Norway mm. and and he's the boss of all the jarls you know mm. once you have that then it's, it all falls apart and, and that's yeah. how that's how Christianity came in was yeah. you know all you yeah. have to do is convert yeah. one king and then mm. that's it Everybody's yeah. going to follow it. And, um, yeah. you know, so it falls fast from the top, you know, uh, and your entire society becomes structured from top to bottom based on that, then the pattern's already there. Yeah. Your spirituality has already moved towards monotheism. Yeah. So you're not going to maintain you know, mm. the entire ecosystem of, of deities and, no. and spirits yeah. and you yeah. know, giants and and dwarves and
0: bloody everything exactly and and it stops i think a, a really important thing that happens uh with the state formation and also with the feudal system that is mm. the that it stops being transformational it it, uh, it it's it's it is a very very strong move towards entropy uh mm. and uh, like like we've been talking about the whole idea of the Finfara that you 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 maintain your your culture uh, in organic transformative mode by yeah. codified cultural contact with cultural others, that that is mm. a way of of uh, and that is banned strictly and immediately after the uh, implementation of Christianity. Um, mm. And but I, I actually think that I see sort of the the the, the fall from from uh, from magic. As a as a rather long process, actually, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I don't think people give it up easily, and you see a lot of you see a lot of um, moves to sort of, for instance, let deities transform into uh, saints and thereby yeah. uh, continue uh, being a part of of people's uh, yeah. relation yeah. relational system but and so
1: on. But it has to be marked, uh, mapped onto the pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. In order to continue to exist, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's um, just it is remarkable. It's um, you know, the way Catholic, I mean, if you you experience Catholicism in in Spain or Italy, it's a mm-hmm. very different, you know, or in uh, regional France and places like this, it, it's mm-hmm. quite different to how it's how you see it at, uh, yeah. in English speaking countries. Um, you know, yeah. it, it is much more animist, yeah. much more place based and localized, yeah. and.
0: Very place based.
1: Yeah, yeah. and this <clears throat> is our saint, and here is the tomb of Saint Chiara, and and she's yeah. like, you know, <laughs> and her hair is there in that yeah. place, yeah. and her and, clothes, you know, and or even like,
0: like the whole the whole idea of a religion where you sort of crawling inside it, and then you make your home mm. inside all those systems. That in itself is an entropic idea, where yeah. relation to other than humans would be. And more animist uh, idea. So when the Portuguese, yeah. for instance, have uh, Saint Fatima, who's a Muslim woman who became a Catholic saint, then you have mm. a, a re- that the relational system actually overrides the otherwise monotheistic idea of having religions as these coherent, uh, mm. coherent systems that you're sort of buying into the whole thing. Hmm. But, but let me just let me just uh, <laughs> let me just try try to shoot into a conversation uh, what I actually really
1: wanted to talk to you about. All this is yeah, yeah. amazingly interesting, and I think yeah. the um, we'll not- have to get back. We'll get back to the dark side stuff. Yeah, the yeah, we will. Like, well, let's <laughs> let's bookmark it because um, yeah, that was that was a link to the dark side stuff, which yeah. is. You know, important to like. I think that's a cautionary tale and something that yeah. we have to lay out there as a warning for people to be aware of of this trap that they might find themselves in when they're pursuing Nordic animism. Totally, um, totally. Yeah, and I think your example with QAnon is extremely
0: interesting because mm. what. I slash we have been trying to shoot into being with the AUN celebration in 2023, mm. which is this octaneally recurrent celebration, is actually that we, we've been trying to throw it out very wide and say, this is, and my thinking was basically, this is supposed to exactly not come into being as a pyramid. The only mm. thing I'm sort of trying to put out there is it's almost like it's the dating. That's all. Is is these date something is supposed to happen on these dates, and there is there is some myths about it, and there is uh, uh, now there's a fairly solid. Uh, I would say, right story about why to do yeah. it on these dates, yeah. but and I was actually envisioning that this is something that people would then go out in all their little militias, you know, and 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 work with in different ways, uh, and that's why I find your your QAnon example so interesting. It went it went bad yeah. at some point, and I, I mean, maybe there were bad. Scenes I went bad from the from start. The
1: beginning, it, it you know, was right from the start. It, yeah, it's it was, just it's of evil. course it was. Yeah. It, but it had the pattern of of something that can work exactly the pattern but it's it's when you have that poison chalice you know from the start that's um you know it's of course, it can only go so far before yeah. it collapses in a stinking heap, yeah. you know, um, because it, in the end, it's driving towards a, an autocracy. Yeah. So it's subverting um, the magic of nature and of our yeah. dynamic systems and, and real animism. It's sub- subverting the nature of that and pressing it towards um, sort of civilized and fascist goals, you know, yeah. and, and so that can never work. Yeah. But I mean, they, it, it can show you how successful the, those tools and that pattern is. Yeah. And I think it's good, like you said, right story before, like yeah. you have right story for this yeah. For this fest, festival, yeah. you know, you have the right time, uh, like a time place for it.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, you have a right story. So you're not starting out with wrong story. It's it's right story. And um, yeah, I mean, there's um, and there'll be protocols around that. Mm-hmm. And there will be, yeah. Um, I, I just think it it has all the elements that you need mm. to begin, you know, yeah. evolving into true ceremony for people. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's really exciting.
0: How how would you how would you recommend thinking those protocols uh, protocols uh, of debating and and developing this in a pattern that would be uh, perhaps uh, is the word hierarchical, like uh, like the QAnon movement, but right story based, and mm. therefore become healing rather than uh, destructive. How, how? What protocols? How would we go about creating those? You think?
1: Mm. Well, it depends on who the we is. Mm. So if it's if if you're talking the we like yourself for your local region, you know. Mm-hmm. and your land your land there where and you know the places where that's been done um then then that's different mm-hmm. so there's this kind of a, at, at that level because the we will be different in another yeah. place yeah um so so that for a start
2: yeah.
1: um where where that would be you know where it's flexible you can't impose impose things from one place on another place mm-hmm. yeah yeah. you know that there are I mean you know that's a basic protocol but yeah. then at the same time you need to have you know networked connections between different places and, and you know respectful exchange
2: yeah
1: you know and that's um, yeah I mean that's a that's a tricky one yeah. but I think I think I think you you can you can demand that people have right story
2: yeah
1: you know that that this isn't this isn't about making things up yeah you know, this isn't, you know, oh, yeah. I, you know, I, I found stones in the forest and, yeah. you know, they're, they're a star map from ancient Egypt and, you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I'm a star seed and I'm going to be taken up to the planet X or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah, It's yeah. like, yeah, just no, 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 we're not just baking like sci-fi yeah. here. Yeah. Um. You know, this is, this is the real deal. This isn't Dungeons and Dragons here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. That's,
1: that's not that's not what we're doing. Yeah. You know, we go slow, and I think if anything takes your breath away, then it's probably not real.
2: <clears throat>
1: it it should feel quite just normal. Yeah. Like I think I think that's the thing, and this it should be that you know that it's that it's a shared experience. Yeah. You a know, shared the, experience. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's recounting of that experience that they've had together. You know, like I'm I'm just saying the things that you find. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. yeah. you know, when when you grow in. Yeah. Um like you you'll find a dance for a place, but it, it, it should be something that you know everybody's uh point of view on that, everyone's perspective on an experience mm-hmm. of, of that, of finding that miraculous thing, that that magic yeah. in the place that feels quite normal and sober. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody's point of view seems to just, um, come together and in the aggregate that it, it creates something that just feels right. Mm-hmm. And, that, mm-hmm. and that just works. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think there's, there's much in it that's in the ecstatic, uh side of things in, in the Mm -hmm. process of discovery, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the, the, I mean, of course you're going to have rituals where there there are ecstatic Mm -hmm. things going on. You're going to have celebrations where you, you you have to have ecstatic things going on that, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but that is good, crazy and not bad. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Cool. If everyone starts yeah. chanting, lock her up, lock yeah. her up, lock her up. <laughs> then we know. Then, then we know. Forest, then we know. Then we know. we probably, <laughs> probably gone yeah. for bad crazy. Yeah. Then,
0: <laughs> then we know <laughs> we, know we the know the need to go back in the like, cultural motor. Right, and, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. Totally. Cool. cool. Um, I've been thinking about this thing sort of in analogy with how different people around the world sometimes have these, you know, recurrent grand uh, celebrations and they see mm-hmm. there seem to be a little bit of a tendency like the Hindu and the Jew Jewish um, uh, celebrations that there is a a kind of a a reconnecting. It's actually Mm. a symbolism of reconnecting, Um, Mm. often by cleansing. The Hindus, they they go down into the Ganges, and the Kumbh Mela celebration, it is a rebonding. I think it basically means Mm. reconnecting. The Jews, they go back, or they're supposed to go back to their family and their land and live off the land during the the this particular year, the the Ju- Jewish Jubilee year, and yeah. uh, so that so I, I've been and this is also why you know like like we were talking about there's so much madness going around in the world today. There's so much insanity, and I mean I see a lot of it as caused by disconnecting. I mm. feel I feel a little bit like okay, you know, it's very visible that we stopped doing this ritual for about yeah. a thousand years we we need to get it started again somehow Mm. but um and like so we me and the guys who've been talking about this we've been talking about like okay so let's get it out let's get it wide let's say okay we are shooting at you know creating a ceremony that aims at healing the world (laughs) Mm. is that that a spot of white messiahism right there i don't know (laughs) maybe it is but um but yeah, anyway, creating a healing ritual that, or, and, um, and I think that the finding the sort of the the right balance between, um, between actually uh, manifesting this, uh, which I think is is right story, it's part of the myth about how this uh, original celebration rolled, Mm. and allowing it to to become yeah. hierarchical and flow in all directions and
1: and sort of that that would be the, the right way to to well, you, you could go for a global call and response there like you know your ceremony could be a northern hemisphere call yeah and then you you know um which you can speak for that yeah without, without being all white messiah like but you know you you can <laughs> you can yeah. do a call a call from your hemisphere and, and yeah. see what see if anything comes back from, mm. from yeah. up here in the south, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. other yeah. hemisphere which is spinning the other way. By the way,
2: yeah,
1: our yeah. water doesn't <laughs> go down the drain in the same spiral as yours. Yeah. Goes yeah. the other way you oh, know, yeah. um, it's guess like you see, <laughs> see if you look- there's a response on the corresponding date uh-huh. in the calendar that that's the opposite side of the yeah, yeah. of the time time yeah. place. This, by
0: by the way, is is questions that I get regularly Mm. uh, from people on the Southern Hemisphere, like, how do you apply, like, for instance, the Nordic Animist Calendar and these things, if you're in Australia? Uh, Mm. It's difficult for me to answer. And I, I... have to say that, I often say, well, I think there needs to be a connection with mm. uh localized uh, modes of knowledge because if not, you just mm. it's like transporting a penguin to the sahara yeah. you know it's and yeah and um and you might be your Euro- well, it's, it's cent- your it's
1: your fin firing you can, you can't yeah. apply it there you can yeah. you can't you can't carve runes into our rocks
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know here, yeah you know? i mean you can have that if you're if you're still feeling that tether to a homeland in the northern northern mm-hmm. hemisphere, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know you're doing a few pilgrimages in your lifetime there. Mm-hmm. You know you can be that and hold that and dream that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but then um, you know the practice here is it's it's always going to be fin firing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah but most of the people in the world are in diaspora most people in the world are displaced yeah. and not living on their homelands
2: mm.
1: you know um so it's kind of about that too is if you're mm. coming into a pl- a new a place you know completely then mm. you you'll end up lo- you lose the connection to that old mm-hmm. place and you become of this place and then yeah. you would have to do things yeah, in the way in the way of the, the place where you are,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, or you can maintain a, sort of an embassy, you know, mm-hmm. between your homeland and the place where you are, and and that's been immensely productive because mm-hmm. you're having dialogue, you know, with people mm-hmm. there, and you're sharing, ah, oh, and we have this way, and and you you have this way, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and you share those ideas together, and this this is really important. Mm. So it's not just about uh, you know, like you know healing the world, but it's kind of it's going to be about surviving mm. um, what the world does mm. as it you know continues to like shake itself like a dog. Mm. It's about surviving it there. So you know, mm. I, so I talk to so where I'm from, mm. um, the turkeys. If if you see all the turkeys, the wild turkeys, uh, fly up to the tops of the trees and roost mm-hmm. up there then you you know in a particular place and you know in a valley then you know you know the cyclones are coming mm. you know so i'm sitting down here down south talking to a waro my man you know thousands of kilometers south of where the turkeys do that and he's telling me story about about turkeys and regeneration mm. you know and um you know and about how to have that humility that respect and the humility mm. where you know you realize that the most important thing in that system is the turkey's anus and (laughs) that's a role (laughs) that that because that is the that is the thing by which everything in the forest floor is regenerated you know um and that that you have to be happy with that being the highest role that you might aspire to is that I could be a turkeys. <laughs> he's,
2: you know, he's, he's, telling me,
1: he's telling me all this story. And so, and, you know, so I learned things from that about uh, res- respect and humility and, and being happy with your role in a system. Um, and then I share my story with him of the cyclone, you know, in the Turkeys roost in the tops of trees because mm-hmm. that's not a sign that they have down there because they don't get cyclones this far mm-hmm. south.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But then, you know, that's going to change, <laughs> yeah, <Yep. laughs> like in the next decade or so. Yeah, and that's good story that he's going to he, he'll need to know because mm-hmm. one day he's going to see those turkeys fly up. Mm-hmm. And yep. go, oh. Yeah, Hey, I remember that story from back yeah. high. You know what I mean? Hey, everybody quick, (laughs) get inside, you know? Yeah. Um, So it's, it's good. It's good Mm -hmm. to be in other places and even to live in other places and share. You might might be your entire life there and still be that person that's from that other place. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you come into this place. Mm -hmm. There, There is a protocol here. Um, where sometimes if you're a like a practitioner of, of certain rituals that you need to continue mm-hmm. even when you're away from your place, if that if you have that uh, ability to do those things non locally, and still affect things in that place, and you have to keep up those rituals, mm-hmm. uh, you can approach elders here and, and let them know that, look, I have to be here for five years. And there's these things I need to do. Um, mm-hmm. And they'll give you a place. Mm-hmm. Like they'll say, "Ah, yeah, well, there are two ridges over, you know, down in that saddle there you'll find a clearing there
2: mm-hmm.
1: we'll let it we'll let everybody know that's your place, mm-hmm. so when you need to do your business, you go there, mm-hmm. and then after when you're gone we'll we'll clear that,, yeah. you know um you know that there, there are these things, these things of hospitality that are ha- that that happen um yeah. yeah, that's a um, yeah, I like this idea of a uh, Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere, call and response kind of thing. Yeah, that's a cool idea. It's yeah. a cool idea. Like it's a good way to like um, I know, in order to control too for the white messiah complex and all that sort of stuff, and and to answer for that, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's you know um,
0: yeah. The, we also have um, we've been thinking about also, uh, also partly when we're working with your traditional culture, we mm. always you know, focused on, uh, for instance, culturally, racially, uh, mm. being culturally, and racially inclusive. And mm. also that that uh, I think that talking to land is important. So mm. some of our people, uh, or some of, some of my friends there in North America, and they uh, there is actually a sacred site there, which was a sacred site to an indigenous group. And they were talking mm. about, because this sacred site is today... <clears throat> a rock concert scene. Mm. So they oh. wanted to do it there uh, and make and basically invite bands and do it in that place. So what okay. we were talking about was because the thing is that if you are in North America, you need to you need to address the sacrality of those lands, right? Mm. So what we were talking about was okay because then the guy from over there he told me the story of i think it was the arapaho and i mean it's just one of the like how they were treated and and how they came to not be around that place anymore and when you hear that story you can just not you can just not imagine that any Mm. of those people would do anything but scream at you uh Mm. and uh so what what they were thinking about was basically saying okay but perhaps we should um, we should if, if we are creating a, a healing ritual we're trying to create a healing ritual that needs sacred sites mm. uh, and we, we we want to engage people perhaps we want people to do pilgrimage and so on uh, participate in say a concert where we have some of those, Mm. you know, contemporary Viking bands and they're very religious about their music and so on. Um, could we do this in a way where we give something back to the Arapaho for instance, so Mm. that they get something from that because Mm. if it's supposed to be healing, then, uh, then, Perhaps addressing those wounds directly would be a, a way to go.
1: Yeah. What What, what do you think well, when I'm telling you the story here? I think. Um, yeah, I think I think that's good, and that goes a long way towards it. But it's often with healing, it's see, this is a spiritual healing, so you, your placebo effect's going to come into it. And that's, that's never going to be direct. Mm. It can't be linear. You can't go up to someone and say, "Yeah, I'm going to give you this placebo and it'll fix mm. your headache." And yeah, you don't. You say, "Hey, here's this special headache medicine?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> and yeah. they have that. You know what I mean? Um, like it's got to be indirect. Yeah, I don't know. See, I'm th- I'm thinking, w- what is the wound to <laughs> heal? The, the wound to heal for this world yeah. is that your hemisphere is in bad relation with my hemisphere. Your hemisphere is in extractive relation with my hemisphere. Here. Mm-hmm. So like Europe can't exist mm-hmm. without killing Africa, mm-hmm. like the Europe that you're enjoying right now. You know, if, yeah. if your hemisphere stopped killing Africa and the world, your way of life would cease to exist. Europe Mm -hmm. would collapse, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. you're in this necessarily extractive relation just to maintain a level of privilege that was gained, you know, in an age of empires and Mm -hmm. that, you know, was rampant extraction as well. So there is that wound Mm -hmm. and that's an open festering ulcerous wound. So um, I think, you know, so I think, to do uh, to do ceremony that is uh, that is that is hemispheric Mm -hmm. that is that is you know um calling for a hearing healing desirous of a healing it's like and and looking for what you know what is in all these places and structures and peoples Mm -hmm. you know that is happy to continue allowing this, you know, it, it, but, but not directly like that. But you basically, you know, so a healing for you there would be, I don't know, like an outcome could be that, you know, people emerge from ceremony, from the ceremony with just uh, the inability to to continue <laughs> mm. <laughs> with, with uh, in, in being in bad relation, awesome. You know, but it's a call. Yeah. yeah. So it's a yeah, it's a call across the world of like yeah, yeah. ah. We Imagine we how disruptive that would be. Yeah, Imagine that want, would be so
0: subversive, man.
1: We want. You know? We want to. We want to reunite, repair.
0: Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Um. You know, which I don't know. I I I feel like like that's the source of your of the good story that that is you is that that's basically your life has been a call and response from north to south,
2: yeah.
1: you know, and, and your family, mm-hmm. your, you know, everything, everything about you is, mm-hmm. is about a, um, you know, this, this world needs to become, you know, one sphere again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's an awesome an awesome you know, idea. It's um, an awesome idea. But that, that can only happen if the if these these hierarchies die. And that's mm. see, that's the thing. But that's what you have to defend against, mm. you know, with your ceremony is those bad that bad story coming in. Yeah. And those bad elements. But you don't wanna it's weird because your boundary work is only effective when it's informal. Mm. It's like if you have all these you know sentinels set up and you know, and, and gatekeepers and all these sorts of things, then you end up with a closed system that doesn't work either. So mm. it's tricky. Mm. You know, the boundary work really just needs to be, you know, informed by the story. Yeah. Because like, the story has the law mm. like the L O R E, yes, but also the L A W in there. And um and everyone is an agent of that when they yeah. Yeah, when they're when they're sitting with that story, cool. And so they they do the boundary work, yeah. um, and it I mean it is going to be important. Let me describe to you the original story about
0: the Aun myth, uh, because I think it might you know it might be inspirational. Beautiful, beautiful. The original story is weird. <clears throat> there was a king of Sweden <clears throat> called Aun the old and there 's a similar uh, story in Dunman where his name was Halvdan the Old. Now th- this king wanted to live forever, so in order to live forever, he sacrificed his sons to Odin one every year, and he did that oh. for nine years, and then there weren 't any more sons, and he was reduced to basically a com- state of complete Infantile, He was drinking out of a baby bottle and could only lie in his bed, right? Mm. And it is those eight sacrifices that mark the cycle of eight years. Oh. Now, Now, what I think is going on there, because this is weird, why does this beautiful recurrent alignment of the sun and the moon is reflected in this deeply pathological human behavior mm. even from the perspective of an ancient society where human sacrifices was something that occurred this it's is a-, a
1: cautionary tale totally and, and a very pertinent one yeah it's addressing the exact pathology that yeah. needs to be addressed this is perfect sorry man interrupt no no rock 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 on man give yeah. it to me no that's it i just i had to i had to say that keep going yeah. keep going i'm, I'm oh. on the edge of my seat so I've basically been thinking about
0: this, uh, like a comp- uh, compared it to the tale of the Fisher King, the the um, the, the decrepit king. Really, he's mm-hmm. in fact he's killing hope, he's king killing the future, and uh, in order to live himself as as kind of reduced to a vegetable. Now that act parallels, I think, the act uh, that. Um, that um, spurs the Ragnarok, mm. which is a mm. fratricide. It is a brother killing another brother. And then the connectedness, this break in kinship dissolves all con- cosmic connectedness, and we just end in, mm. in in total war, right? This killing of his own seed is a uh, is such, it is that. And therefore, these octanial, that is the reason that I think these octanially recurrent uh, celebrations are uh, cleansings of kind of accumulating disconnect, right?
1: Yeah. You see my point? Yeah. Oh, this is healing everything.
0: This awesome. is what we're
1: doing to ourselves <laughs> yeah. on, in these online spaces. Mm-hmm. And then practically uploading ourselves, our word, our image, our sound, yeah. our voice—you yeah. know—to whiz around forever in the cyberspace, yeah. you know, which is an illusion of yeah. eternity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. While yeah. we just deteriorate into these husks, yeah, you know, sitting sitting in a dark room. Um, yeah. you know, that's that's good. I think also of, you, you know, your uh, Silicon Valley people, like they all mm-hmm. have. They all have like a, a cryo chamber set up, ready for when they die to freeze their bodies. <laughs> yeah. So that when the tech yeah. improves, they can be you know rejuvenated yeah. and and brought back to life, reanimated when that tech's possible. And, you know, you're looking <laughs> yeah. to live forever that way. Um, oh, the entire project of transhumanism, you know, as that sort of emerges from the new age movement, and I mean, you you you. you you mentioned uh, like hinduism earlier mm, yeah and you know there is that that good story and that pure water of that yeah that's there but then following decolonization you know that bad story came into them so you end up with Hindu nationalism, Hindu fascism, mm, you know, mm. um, which was so attractive and so aligned with the longings from you know your Teutonic Teutonic neighbors mm, there
2: mm, that mm.
1: they become enamored with it, mm. you know, they and and this this myth of the Aryan yeah came exactly that we now call Indo-European mm, because mm. Aryans you know the A word <laughs> <laughs> yeah Indo-European you know, is just as much of a, a horrendous racist myth. Mm. Um, it's not just that it's racist it's this eugenics that's sort of built in and polluted the story so that you, you're you different ayurvedic kind of you know oh this is my prana you know this is your prana and you know we're at different vibrations you need these kinds of foods i need these kinds of foods you're suited to this kind of labor i'm suited to this kind of labor you know yeah, yeah, yeah. what does that remind you of anything <laughs> uh, you know and 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 and, and and even the, 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 the sort of eras of thinking, it's mm. ended up informing, you know, the way fascism mm. has evolved. Yeah. Yeah. To this idea of returning to a golden age of yeah, and yeah, kings, yeah. you know, all this sort of thing. And yeah. so all your fascist movements, you know, particularly they're looking to plunder your culture, bros. Mm. You know looking to plunder it all the time for yeah, symbols uh, for the you know new nazi tattoo symbols that they can plunder they mm-mm. want a new new rune or a new totem that they can put on a flag mm-hmm. you know, to justify their stuff mm-hmm. um and you've been fighting that battle for so long mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know yeah uh, to try and keep your story clean yeah from that i think it's the perfect story because mm-hmm. no, nobody's going to find like a, a noble symbol in that that they want to fly on their flag you know it's one of those cautionary tales. Yeah. Like most yeah. of our dreaming stories here about yeah. crimes are about crimes that have been committed. Yeah. Like horrendous crimes against nature com- committed by somebody in the distant past mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that is now in the landscape set in stone mm-hmm. and is remembered forever and yeah. comes to law because it's a cautionary tale of hey that's what you don't do. We mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't strive for this because this yeah. is where you end up.
0: Yeah, you know, perhaps this story of Aron killing his his children could uh, it, it could uh, dialogue with the North South Hemisphere call response idea that you just mentioned. Mm. Like mm. The, there are analogies of uh, people murdering mm. their brothers. Uh, the analogies of humanity uh, violence in humanity. Um, mm i actually had another uh, another thought extending from this uh Mm -hmm. this story that i wanted to mention to you and that was because i was thinking i was thinking more in the beginning with the the iron here more in the uh healing of ontological rupture our perception Mm -hmm. of the world has been ruptured and it Mm -hmm. need to be uh it need to be uh reconnected Mm -hmm. basically with the other than human there is so, no
1: rapture. There is no rapture. There's only rapture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and uh, we, we need to get rapture. And, uh, rapture need to get back. Yeah. Um, so there's one story, and I, I've been I've been just like thinking about these stories the last couple of days. Like, dude, this is perhaps it could be seen as the own right story about. The modernist rupture. That mm. is the the myth about how Descartes sacrificed his dog by torturing it to dead to death as it screamed while uh, while uh, making the point that it didn't mm. have a soul right so mm. he dissected this living dog which was his wife's dog in in this grotesque ritual uh, that is re- and I, I i've always thought about this r- as a ritual it is not it's not because you want to dissect a dog it's be- mm. it, he, he's making a point and perhaps he's also making a point inside himself Descartes probably loved that dog his wife's dog and torturing to it to death in this extremely brutal fashion that is it's also detached in itself i'm only doing this for the sake of science i want to know what's inside the dog it's almost as a cosmic murder of the dog which is that being that is really close to humanity Mm -hmm. the dog is very much the connection between the human and the other than human because dogs are really wolves and Mm -hmm. wolves are flippin Mm -hmm. dangerous and in, in mm. European mythology, the wolf running free is, is, is a collapse of, of, of stuff, whereas the, the, the dog is the wolf in relation to humanity. So mm. when, when Descartes is murdering the dog uh, in this, this, this brutal way... Mm. Um, a proper Cartesian split yeah he's 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 yeah. he's invoking the cartesian
1: split scalpel yeah yeah yeah
0: it with that's, blood uh, with the blood and suffering of that being i mean uh, i almost ruin
1: this yeah but but can you see how this story the own story that it, it it attracts all the like stories to it yeah. The yeah, similar yeah. stories and that's that's where it'll be powerful yeah. and you won't have to worry about policing it because the story has, it has such strong law. Everybody is going to find a million other stories in mm. where the world's gone wrong. Like right there what you just said, that story, boom, that's another yeah. one. There'll be a constellation of stories that line up with this one mm. that will all become cautionary tales in yeah. their right yeah, relation. Yeah. Yeah. They'll become cautionary tales. They won't be other, they won't be bad story, wrong story anymore. No. They'll come mm. into relation with that. I think, um, I think it, it has a big gravitational pull. This story, mm. and I think yeah. it'll just do. Awesome. It, it will do its yeah. work. Yeah. All you, all you have to do is make the connections and the relationships, and and um, and the the events, and yeah. the story will the story will do its work. I, I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah.
0: No, I, 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 it's, it's really nice that you, that you see the potential in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see so, the, law, yeah. I see the lore that good, yeah. strong lore in there. I mean, i yeah. al- with, with the dark story, Descartes' dog. I've almost mm. been thinking that conventional meat production, which is so, it's so brutal. And it's such an abuse of these beings. It is almost Mm. as a cult drama that repeats Mm. Descartes' murder Mm. of the other than human in in the way that that, uh, these beings, they're not being killed and then apologized Mm. to, or they're not being sacrificed to a deity and then eaten and and shared in in, in communion. They are being murdered in this... Dispassionate, machine like way. Yeah. Where, uh, it's it's almost- not murdering
1: the animal, it's, it's murdering the covenant that yeah. we have with those animals yeah. that we're yeah. supposed to be in relation with. Yeah. And that respect and tragedy and love that we have for those animals, yeah. Yeah. you know, in how we're supposed to be in relation mm. with them, yeah. with um, us all eating each other. You yeah. know, yeah. I think there's a covenant there, and, and mm. that's what's being murdered mm. over yeah. and over.
2: Yeah. You know, and it's, it's almost a
1: ritual, it, ritual murder of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm like
0: tripping about the story. It's almost as if mm. this dark God of death, which is modernity is drinking the blood of all these millions of pigs whose blood are just being poured down the drain. Here in Denmark, we have 6 million people. We produce 30 million pigs for slaughter every year. Mm. Isn't that crazy? It's like six, 30 million pigs for six produced a year for 6 million people. And these, the production Jesus, systems. It's a lot uh, of bacon.
1: Yeah, it is a lot of bacon. And like these production that must systems. There be must be exports though. I'll yeah, yeah, it's that, being surely. exported
0: all over the world. It's being exported to so China and every, everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, I mean. I'm actually. I don't live as a vegetarian. I I I eat meat myself, you know. But and uh, I try to eat ecologically produced meat. That has its own problems, of course. But but it's just the. I still see that our. I feel that our conventional, mm. systemic way of relating to these animals, or these others, these you know cohabitants yeah. of the
1: land, basically. But the plants as well. Yeah. Yeah. And but that relation then that you're having with soil mm-hmm. as well is being murdered mm-hmm. uh, with that, you know. Um, I mean crop production. You know, large-scale mass agriculture. Ah, we don't need to go over this. This point has been made a billion times before. But you know, you know, mass, uh, massive-scale agriculture is just absolute murder for so- soil, mycelium, everything else.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it's it's murder in a billion ways in the supply chains and mm-hmm. and everything else and the poisons and the pesticides and the fertilizers, the entire what they mm-hmm. call green revolution back in the day. Um. Mm-hmm yeah that it's that that is a ritual murder of of, yeah. uh, of the plants we eat mm. every soybean you mm.
0: know. yeah the um, genetic the genetic uh what do you call it uh alignment or they make these uh, plants genetically uniform
2: so if you uh, have yeah that uh, as well
0: uh, so yeah. if you have the potatoes domestication
2: could, of these uh, things
0: uh, uh, that yeah, mm. like potatoes, that comes from the native populations in the Andes, there used to be huge genetic variation from each valley mm. to the next. Now there's just one potato. is huge. Yeah. It has no taste, and it pota- it produces uh, French fries for uh, chains and stuff like that. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's absolutely horrible.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Well, look, this is all. Um... I think this is all exciting cuz I mean you so you look what happens straight away like what that generates that story. Mm. Yeah. I mean it can only generate good story.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean I don't I I yeah, I I can't see it attracting bad actors that story that it's it's only going to result in you know, so as people innovate their own you know localized ways of honoring that celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, and that lore over the you know, mm-hmm. uh, and those eight sacrifices and all the rest. Um, mm-hmm. I, can, I can only see, I can only see people um coming the right way to that story. Okay, uh, that's that's yeah, really yeah. awesome.
0: I think it's a good point. Like basically getting that story out a lot. Yeah, and, yeah I uh, think so. And 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 perhaps even like like. Uh, like the stuff we're yarning out about now with relating mm. it to other stuff, like north south mm. relations, mm. human plant relations. I would never have thought about that.
1: Mm. Um, I, I think you have good law for this thing. I think yeah. Like I, I, and I think if your law is strong, I mean there's good law in that story, and I think mm. if you stick to that, um, mm. and that law is strong, I reckon yeah. um, I think this all this will be a good story. Yeah. And it all uh, spread is a good story and actually counter so many of the wrong way narratives mm, that are mm, driving everybody insane.
2: Yeah.
1: And it yeah. could you know, it could create a healing in your hemisphere uh, that becomes a call <clears throat> that's waiting for a response. Yeah. I think drive, it's an awesome heal, heal the big north south rupture. Yeah. And and potentially then move that relation away from being an extractive one. Yeah. Um and how amazing would that be?
0: Yeah. Totally. Totally, or, uh, or as a, uh, yeah. If, if, if it can be in that way, and that's also, I think, where it it would become truly magic. If it can, if mm. it can produce, for instance, subversive, uh, subversive behaviors that that uh, attitudes and behaviors that that address the systems that that upholds these uh, mm. these, these these ruptures, and mm. uh,
1: yeah. I no. think it just hold it, it. will just hold people in that law, and it'll make it harder for those things to take root. It'll yeah. be harder to manipulate people and mm. uh, with bad story. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I think the shift will be gradual.
2: Yeah.
1: There's not going to be, you know, a, a shooting star up here in the sky, and like. Mm you know, something miraculous is going to happen and all the scales will be lifted from everybody's eyes and the great veil will be lifted and, you know, and, and we all get um, raptured up to, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Nothing groovy is going to happen like that, but it will be like actual magic works, which is pretty much the same as. You know, uh, mm. going to the toilet every morning. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's just at that level of, of yeah. mundane action mm. of just just writing yeah. a system that's in chaos yeah. of just um sort of gradually moving things back towards some kind mm-hmm. of balance and stability. Mm. Um, I, I think that's that's how it will work yeah. because it's it's real law and real magic there yeah. that I'm seeing and um, mm. and those things those things work. Yeah, you know, in pretty unexciting ways. Yeah.
0: Let, me, uh, uh, let me suggest, uh, or let me just mention to you one thought that I've had about this. And that was actually yeah. the idea of pilgrimage. Uh, mm. That that people are moving through an area in order to approach specific sacred sites, uh, and I was I was actually I was thinking about it metaphorically. I, I don't know anything mm. about uh, well I know what you have written, but besides that I don't know anything about, for instance, the Aboriginal um, culture of songlines and uh, and movement through landscape as uh, as this uh, knowledge process where you are given stories at specific places by specific elders perhaps mm. now part of the problem here is that that um a lot of that knowledge has been lost however uh, there's still a lot of for instance in northern europe a lot of sacred places if i wanted to say take the two and a half months that it would probably take to walk from here to Uppsala in sweden where there's a very important sacred site mm. like mm. Ul- uluru style sacred site uh mm. then then i like if i sat down at a plan, i could probably you know sleep overnight in in the proximity of a uh, an ancient grave mound or an ancient stone setting every single night you know because there's mm. so mm. much and i was thinking about I just had this idea of people basically having that movement towards that place as a way of recovering those kinds mm. of land
1: connectedness, stories that are great... in
0: that land.
1: Yeah. I just, um, I, I don't think a schedule should go with it. Like, yes, landmark, like sacred sites and landmarks along mm. the way, mm. where they they have to be mindful of the story. Mm. You know what I mean? so they're being mindful of the sacredness of the landscape and, and mm. the story as they're following. And now we're moving towards this burial mound here and mm. towards this this site here. But it might be, you know, that they feel to stop along the way and they go, you know, well, this... Mm. Uh, elderberry bush here is feeling very like uh, it wants to uh, speak to me in some way. So I think I will uh, just uh, put my bedroll here. You know what I mean? You've got to be able to do that too. Yeah. Like you don't have too much of a schedule um, for a pilgrimage. Mm. Like my understanding about European pilgrimages is is that it's, it's um, that things unfold, like things happen and, and things go wrong like terribly wrong. You know, on that road to Santiago, that one that mm. they do, you know, um the Camino, you know, and mm. all those sorts of things. Things go wrong there. Mm. And, you know, dogs attack you and <laughs> mm. you twist your ankle and you know, there's a crazy man there, and then there's a rapist, and then there's a, you know, there's things that go wrong along the trails that are meant to
0: happen. This idea of pilgrimage is something that speaks quite a lot with stuff that humans do today. I mean, that thing about Going to Santiago, for instance, and having that mm, as, mm. as a little bit of a sport thing, almost it's almost a touristy feeling to it, you know. Uh, and I think there was, you know, the, it was a tourist thing when people mm. went to Jerusalem in the Middle Ages or something. You know, you buy little That's shells right. and you brought them home. So the fact that that this movement through land, which should have mm. aspects of or should be based on, should be focused on mm. recovering land connectedness, or perhaps mm. perhaps even song lines or similar kinds of, of, uh, of mm. land connectedness or similar models, that that also has an aspect of being something that, you know, pe- people can, can be like, yes, now, now I take mm. my rucksack and then I'm, I'm walking yeah, away yeah. and I'm seeing a little bit of the world and I'm buying a little troll with a Viking helmet and, or whatever, you know, that, that, it, that, yeah. that, that can also appeal to more popular aspects mm. of, of people's culture. Um, but yeah. But the problem yeah, is, of course, that we're there, walk- <coughs> that we're walking there, through a landscape. So
1: that's that's just there. I, I think I think that's good. I think that's part of the boundary work mm. that distracts and it, it distracts the people who are there for the wrong reasons and the bad actors. Mm. You know what I mean? And I mentioned right at the start, like that good Catholicism mm. that you find in parts of Spain and Italy and and parts of France. You know what I mean? Um, mm. And, and and I guess the Camino is part of that. Mm. You know, but you find you find they still have roots. They they still have mm. pilgrimage roots, mm. you know, in these places. And anywhere that has, you know, uh, paths in the land that you still have to walk,
2: mm.
1: you know, for a sacred journey, mm. you know, or a procession, you know, etc. Um then these are still place based religions. Mm place-based mm. spiritualities that are you know echoing and there's a continuity with with the pre-religious yeah the pre-monotheistic uh stuff going on there yeah you know you're more walking with a panoply of saints than you are with anything else mm. i saw this in assisi in central italy okay yeah, yeah. So it's quite strongly there That that's a pilgrimage yeah. destination mm-hmm. there and um i just uh, it was just uh I just, I felt so connected watching the people, mm. yeah. you know, arriving and and their practice, which I, I just, I found it to be so um, genuine, yeah. rigorous and place-based and, yeah. you know, the, the place of the, the spring, the fountain, you know, mm. the public mm. fountain, you know, yeah. and the, the place of everything, it just all, it all, all fit together. But at the same time, then you buy a, medieval crossbow from you know the the souvenir shop in the torture yeah, yeah. chamber of the castle. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, like, that's I'm where like, that's yeah. where you bad actors go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, kinda yeah. like, yeah, 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 come and, yeah. and buy some like medieval souvenirs and and piss mm. off back on the train because there's people here are doing the real work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I think you can win those things if you get them. People are getting the big um, Q shaman helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Don't say that. Sad. <laughs> so
2: it's like,
1: yeah, all right. Knock yourself out, bro. Going way, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be yeah. fifty dollars. Thank you, off you go. But
0: in in the Protestant part of of uh, Europe, I think the rupture has sta- taken an, an extra step. I mean, the yeah. like like when I look at the destruction of sacred landscape in just my village and the lack of consciousness like the village church which is about a thousand years old is located mm-hmm. on uh, top of a hill where there's a little well and it's overlooking a round lake. now that combination of uh, that combination mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. just, I mean, makes it very, very likely that there would have been a sacred site on that. And towards that hill, there's a ridge pointing. And on that ridge, there used to be uh, also like 4,000 old burial mounds, like pointing towards that mm. church place, you know. Mm. Mm. But it's like, we have no clue. Living in that village, that that might be actually a sacred place. It's called the Pyre Mount, I think. Like people used to have right. pyres there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, <sighs> but it's it's, it's see, I mean, it seems to me to be so ruptured from our contemporary mm. Uh, mm. life, and it, it's also this is also why I sometimes, you know, I I, I tell all these uh, settler diaspora your uh, descendants that you know what I mean yeah I grew up in northern Europe and I have a viking sounding name and all that shit but but like I think an important part of the rupture is in our perception of the world and mm. in some ways I don't feel significantly less ruptured than your average you know settler American I don't know. I haven't tried to be a settler American. I don't know
1: how ruptured they feel but 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 it's just that okay. bro yeah. you 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 you're, you're significantly less ruptured <laughs> than the average American. Well, I'm yeah, I'm, maybe. I'm pretty sure you're significantly less ruptured than I am. So, okay. You know- and, know. And, and, you know, um, you lived in the bush, I, I, man, and hunt, hunt, hunted hunted
0: yeah, wombats and stuff like that, didn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most most of my life, yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't haven't lived in you know uh, city town all that kind of thing, but um, but that's you know that's that's one thing. Uh, but I mean, there's heaps of people I know, like some of the most horrendous settlers who you know. They've lived their entire life like out in a tiny town in the middle of the bush, and they go pig hunting every weekend with their big knives, and they do God knows what to tourists and backpackers. They're probably I don't know, got fifty of them buried up under their back shed or something. You know, there's just awful people. you me. That's <laughs> me dogs. <laughs> That's me dogs. There, I want to give my good fucking type mate. my good tight. Um. You know, that's yeah, they spend a lot of time in the bush, they go mm-hmm. hunting,
2: yeah, but far out, not yeah. good, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. um,
1: yeah, you, you don't, I mean, you're in your place, yeah, like uh, in your place where you are, mm-hmm. and um, and that's deadly, but and, and not only there, but when you've gone, you know, you come to our hemisphere and you and you you made real love connections there, like mm-hmm. proper. Mm-hmm you know, you doing your fin firing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, and it's mad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, I, I seen it right from the Thanks. start when I met you and I was like, ah, rune. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks man. Thanks man. I wish it, we Viking uh, uh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah we should we should make a we should make some sort of um some sort of a, a viral thing where we're like the viking jesus and the aboriginal jesus like doing some sort
2: of thing.
1: <laughs> you know i'm actually operating on a um with a lot of my work right now in our three-year cycle mm-hmm. that's determined okay. by by peak harvest yeah. uh, of a plant called the bunion nut Okay. Uh, so we're working with the embassy protocols of there, yeah. of a festival that, that's happened every three years. Okay. For thousands of years yeah. in that place. So oh, every wow. three years, people will travel from thousands of miles all to be yeah. at this festival, where there is a collective sense-making thing that goes on, that the locals in the local language is called Wanju. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I'm. I'm, um, So, I'm. So, my team at the lab. uh, One of the fellows, fellows is from, is from there, and so he's bringing all those protocols for us to operate on. So that's a that's a three year cycle. So that's a small. Awesome. Awesome. And that's also like, so I'll do three of those. Uh Yeah. I'll do, three of those, and then and then meet up there
0: ah. cool. <laughs> cool man How, how's it going yeah. actually on the in the naikiri lab down there is it is are things rolling well and
1: yeah it's 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 getting there we're, we're doing yeah. some interesting stuff like um yeah not not what you'd expect um cool we're doing some some space program stuff for astronauts and awesome um some virtual reality stuff and some like all kinds of different things yeah but you know, um, yeah. yeah. But but in, with some interesting twists.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's part of it's yeah. part of what I really I, I so admire about your work that it it really manages so convincingly to take the uh, this indigenous knowledge um, <laughs> s- systems and just bring them so far away from mm. kind of. what you would stereotypically expect that to do like when I'm listening to your podcast it's like you and some cutting-edge aboriginal mathematicians trying to weave right story about uh artificial intelligence kind of dialoguing with Boccaccio and I'm like, whoa, man, yeah, this is yeah. the shit.
2: <laughs>
1: and yeah, um, yeah. And so it's, it's good and trippy. Well, with the astronauts, we're, so we were kind of asked to, you know, contribute, you know, some indigenous stuff, you know, okay. that's, that's, that's supposed to be part of the, the thing of of maintaining a, a feeling, a spiritual feeling of connection to the earth, okay. for the astronauts, you know what okay. I mean? Um, so that they, they're they constantly feeling, you know, tethered back back to earth, okay. and they're not feeling that separation anxiety. Oh, and, wow. and we're like, we're like, no, nah, you got to go the other way. Yeah, we, yeah. We're going to show them how to be where they are. That yeah, they think yeah, they're yeah. floating in a vacuum there, but they're in place there. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got to help them come into an awareness and 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 a love of the place where they are, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not just in a tin can. Yeah. They're in sky camp. They're gonna <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So and, it's just uh, and may- maybe the,
0: maybe the maybe the the terror of being detached from Earth is something you should go into in order to or follow with something. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just in order to that's find it. that connecting, connected to that. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: That's it. That's something. It. Yeah. Awesome. You know, ruptures happen. Yeah. Ruptures happen. Raptures don't. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and perhaps, perhaps rupture. Like if we, um, I actually, I just made a video about this. The, um, there's, perhaps rupture is from some perspectives, the important thing that, that there is a queering of the cosmos that it, that it, mm. it, uh, it, where it falls away from perfection is where the real, where uh, reality actually comes into being. If you, mm. if you look at the Nordic mythology, you see that, that uh, the deities, their divinity yeah. is expressed by that aspect of their body. that is, uh, peculiar. That's queer magical, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, mm. the missing eye makes the seer, mm. and and uh, yeah, the missing eye. Ha- that's profound. Yeah. Yeah. He has the the his lips are torn, so he's a speaker. So mm. the 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 askew part of the body is the one that actually expresses the the. Mm-hmm. So it's somehow foundational to cosmos. Mm. The kind of the. The where perfection is broken somehow.
1: Yeah. But I mean you can see, you know when law is good because it mm-hmm. just it just sorts everything out. Yeah. Ableism, eugenics, yeah. all sorted out with that one straight away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's hard for if you see someone pursuing this ideal of um Nordic, you know, Ubermensch perfection, yeah. then it's like, yeah, no, nah, you, you got a wrong story.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know yeah, that
1: exactly. the you know, the, the, yeah. the powerful one in our culture is the
2: cripple. Is yeah, the
1: you know, yeah. <laughs> I've either goddamn boneless. I'm yeah. oh, this beautiful <laughs> little girl. Hey, it must be time for you to go. I think
0: I, I, I think it is. We have, have a little girl
1: yeah, who's um and, so, and, and she looks sad. Wanted daddy. I
2: don't,
0: I don't bye, papa. Bye, 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 bye. bye, bye. bye. <laughs> sorry about that man. Um, anyway man thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to com- coming on mm. here it's like this was an awesome one yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I feel I feel I'm getting uh, I'm a little bit paranoid if the recording didn't work or anything like that I'm gonna fucking cry yeah, because yeah, yeah, there was some yeah. really good stuff <laughs> going on here and um, but yeah. um, so thanks thank you so much for uh, for
1: that um, and uh, yeah, um, thanks. But- Sweet, thanks for introducing me to your daughter. How lovely! <laughs> You're welcome. All You're right, welcome. Step
2: Step Step. Step. Step.